Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Maker, Lord, 
sing it again. Just worship Him. Great are You. of you could you please kindly move up please please just kindly just move up to an empty seat in front of you I know there's a, a row in front of yeah please just kindly move up please thank you God bless you yes father we thank you for these offerings in Jesus name amen man wow draw near to the anointing and the greatness that is coming upon us amen, amen. 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 Wow. We are blessed. Amen. We are blessed because we are blessed because we are in the church of a very powerful man of God chosen for us. Amen. Amen. See, the Lord says that He will give you pastors. And He has given us a pastor. Amen. Yeah. And He's not just a pastor to us. Amen. Many of you are talking, you are not listening. Amen. He's not just a pastor to us. He, he's, he's a prophet. 
He's an evangelist. He's a teacher. He's also an apostle. But most importantly, he's a father. Now let us all stand up on our feet and welcome the ministry of Reverend Dr. Charles Osei. standing by you that you are standing by a very great person. Say you are standing by a very great person. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Please take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's nice to see all of you again. And we are going to have a very prophetic service. Tonight is a prophetic service. Some prophetic declarations are going to be made over your life. And by that declaration, you become stronger. So it's not an ordinary service. It's a very prophetic service. And we are here for a reason. And as soon as it past midnight and we are done, we will go. And tomorrow, we shall have a covenant service and seal it with communion. Yeah. Hallelujah. So are you ready for a prophetic service? Hallelujah. 
What is a, what's with a prophetic, prophetic, prophetic? Let me tell you something. I, I should tell you. Thank you very much. Hosea. Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. Or Hosea. Hosea 12 13. The Bible says, and by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he preserved them. By a prophet, God pulled Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he established them. Tonight, there is a prophetic anointing pulling you out of 2016. And it will establish you in 2017. By a prophet. That's why tonight is a prophetic service. You see, a prophet is small. You see, when, when you are driving your car, and sometimes you get stuck. It's not that you don't have a car. You have a car, but you get stuck. Your car cannot move. Then they bring a tow truck. Something with an auxiliary gear. To come and pull your car. Out of the situation that you are in. So a prophet comes your way to pull your life out. So that you can enter into a better place. I'm telling you. There is a prophet here. There is a prophetic anointing upon this church. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians 2020. I'll show you. In 2nd, no, I said 2nd Chronicles. 2nd Chronicles 2020. In 2nd Chronicles, say, and they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. I say what? Believe in the Lord your God. That is number one. And that, which, which is the Aman. Something to establish you. Hallelujah. But you don't only believe in God. There is another force that pushes you forward. So it says, believe in the Lord your God. And you will be established. I say you'll be established. I say you'll be established. And it says, believe his prophets. Believe his prophets, uh, his prophets, so shall ye prosper. And the word there is chalak. It is something to push you forward. Tonight, a prophetic voice is pushing you forward. Do you believe it? I said, Do you believe it? Say, I shall be great. An engine is pulling you out of your smallness. You see, and when I'm talking about a prophet, God has, you see, God has given us a great prophet. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about light, I'm not talking about light and treacherous prophet. Okay, light and treacherous. I see your mother in the soup. No, no, I'm not talking about that type of prophet. I am not talking about prophets who see your mother in the soup. And I look around and I saw that there was some moti around. No, no, no. That's light and treacherous. Hallelujah. In Zephaniah, look, in Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 4. Right, I'm giving you verses because it's a prophetic service. And it's based on the word. 
In Zephaniah, Zephaniah, Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 4, he said that her prophets are light and treacherous persons. See, some prophets are light and treacherous. Okay? Stop off. I see your mother. And I see your uncle. And I see that your womb has been removed and it's hanging on the tree. I'm not talking about light and treacherous prophets. I am talking about the prophets whom God has raised. And God is using across the world. One that I have known for over 25 years. Who started a church in a classroom. And now he stands in nations. Whom God speaks to. I'm talking about a heavy prophet. And I'm talking about your prophet, Dagiwad Mills. And he said that God has said he should declare to us that 2017 is your year of greatness. Tell your neighbor, Chalak, Chalak, Chalak. Say Chalak. Say Chalak. Chalak means to be pushed forward. That person, Chalak, Chalak, Chalak. Say, believe in the prophets. So you will Chalak. Yeah. Our year of greatness. I say, uh, so, so, so. And it was not declared by a light. See, that's why I took my time to explain. Not every prophet says, not, not every prophet is a prophet. Some prophets are light and treacherous. This, was, this did not come from a light and a treacherous prophet. It came from a real anointed man of God. Hallelujah. Somebody who starts a church in a classroom and it's about 12, it's 12, 000, 2,000 branches is on, on almost every continent and every meeting he has held is the greatest meeting in Africa. That's not a light and a treacherous prophet. And the spirit spoke to him that he should tell his children that 2017 is your year of greatness. Unless you, are, unless you are not a child in this house. If you are a child, yeah, let it stay there. I like that. Yeah. If you are a child in this house, unless you are, you, are, you are a vagabond. But if you are a child in this house, then I declare and I prophesy to you, you shall be great. You shall be great. You shall be great. Yeah, you shall be great. I say you shall be great. I say you shall be great. Listen. You see, in every society, in every society, in every country, in every region, they are great and small people. Hallelujah. Every society has the great and the small. Hallelujah. Yeah. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. Deuteronomy 1, 16 and 17. Let the verses flow. And I charge your judges at that time, saying, Hear you causes between your brethren, and judge righteously between every man and his brother, and the stranger that is with him. Verse 17. Ye shall not respect persons in judgment, but ye shall hear the small as well as the great. You're just warning the people of Israel, look. When, just be fair. When you are administering justice, when you, are, when you are in court, just be fair because not everybody who comes to God is a great person. Because in every society, they are great and they are small. Hallelujah. In every society. 
they are great people and they are small people. Hallelujah. So it depends on which group you belong to. I say it belongs to which group you belong to. Hallelujah. In Esther chapter 1 verse 20, when Esther was misbehaving and the wise men gave orders, uh, sorry, when Vashti, when Vashti was misbehaving and the king called his counselors for advice and they gave the advice. This is one of the reasons they got, one reason, Esther 1 20. When they gave the, uh, the king the advice, this, this is one of the reasons for the advice. He said that, and when, the, and when the king's decree which he shall make shall be published throughout all his empire, for it is great. All the wives, this is the reason for one of the decrees, all the wives shall give to their husband's honor, both to great and small. It means that even in husbands, they are great husbands and they are small husbands. <laughs> are you hearing me? Even in husbands, some husbands are great. Because, I mean, I mean, a great husband, your wife, when you come, he cooks, he serves you. And he says, that's a great husband. And the husbands who they are small, when you come, hey, where are you? <laughs> Listen, I'm tired. Go and eat your own food. I'm busy. You are a small husband. So even in marriages, they are great husbands and small husbands. But I cancel every small husband. I say, I cancel every small husband. You shall be a great husband. Your wife will serve you like a great husband. This type of cook your own food, clean your own dish, clean your own pot. I am tired. Take that. I'm tired with a child. Take the child. You too short. Tend to take the child. Hey! Small husband! You shall not be a small husband. You shall be a great husband. <laughs> it's in the Bible. He said, said, look, that's the reason. To honor their husband, both great and small. Hallelujah. So in every society, there is the great and there's the small. So it all depends on how you enter the society. So the fact that things are difficult for you does not mean that some people are difficult for everybody. Everything depends on who you are. Is somebody hearing me? So it depends on which category of the society you belong to. They are, they are hustling people in America may be a great country, but there are people who are struggling here. I say America may be a great country comparatively, but there are people who are hustling. There are some people who don't have a way to stay in America. They live under bridges. So in spite of all the technology and the advancement, they are still struggling. And Africa may be a poor country, but there are some people who are living very great. Are you hearing me? There are some people when they wake up, they have a servant for, to open the door. A servant to do the dishes. A servant to iron the clothes. One to drive garden boy. I mean, that's a great life. Watchman security. And you two, you are here. You bath your child. You clean your child. You take your... You iron your own clothes. 
once had a sister, one of my, one of my members, who was relocating. And I said, but you have a good job here. Why do you want to go back to a very unstable country in Africa? And when she spoke to me, I understood. She said, look, the job that my husband is going to do, she's being offered a driver, a cook, a cleaner, a garden boy, a watchman. But over here, I am carrying the children to school myself. <laughs> so there is no reason why. And, and after she gave the ring, I understood that it's true. Over there you'll be great, but here you are small. So <laughs> but you shall be great. Because there's an anointing that will make you great. Say, I shall be great. You see, it's a prophetic word that you must... Satan has told you that you are, too, you are small. You are small. You are small, but it's a lie. I say it's a lie. For this crossover service, I'm revealing to you by your prophet and the word of God that there's greatness in you. I say there's greatness in you. I shall be great. Hallelujah. Let me continue preaching. Wow. Hallelujah. And I'm showing the Bible... There's greatness in your destiny. Hallelujah. I said there's greatness in your destiny. Hallelujah. Let's look at Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. And probably let's start from verse number 15. Talking about John the Baptist. The Bible says, for he shall be great. He shall be what? He shall be great in the sight of the Lord. And shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. Even from his mother's womb. There was greatness in his destiny. Hallelujah. He shall be great. And the Bible said that of those born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. So if John the Baptist was great and you are born, they would say, of those born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. But for, for, for those in the kingdom, he's the least. It means that once you are born again, there's a potential in you greater than John the Baptist. So if John was great, you shall be great. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 26. I want to teach a little bit. Shall I teach? Verse 26. It says that, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. We are still within Christmas. That's why I'm preaching this message to you. Name Nazareth. Continue. Quickly, please. To a virgin, expounds to a man, whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto him, uh, into her, and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when he saw him, she was troubled at the saying, and cast in her mind, what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, 
and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be what? I say he shall be God. I say he shall be what? He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Hmm. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Some kingdoms come to an end. Some kingdoms run every four years. Every four years the kingdom is recycled. I say some kingdoms are recycled every four years. Onapo kingdoms. <laughs> Onapo kingdoms, they run for four years. Hillary Clinton's kingdom, uh, Obama's kingdom ran for four years and renewed every four years. Even Donald Trump, as big as he is, his kingdom will run in four-year terms. But there's a kingdom that shall come to no end. I said there's a kingdom that shall come to no end. Everybody recycle for years. Including Onapo. Hallelujah. Including Donald Trump. Including Hillary. Including George Bush. It runs for years. But for, of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Hallelujah. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this things, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost. Everybody say the Holy Ghost. He said, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, that also that holy thing shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. You see, I've, I've read two great people to you. One was Christ. So a lot of say, oh, by me, I'm not Jesus. Jesus is the son of God. Fine. That's why I read John, because John is also a human being like you. John had a mother and a father of those born of women. So it means that greatness in the destiny of Christ is given to us, also his children. And therefore, if you are in Christ, you are destined for greatness. And you are in lighthouse, you are even... Assure of greatness. Yeah. You see, and I'll teach you some things. You know? Some things are in your destiny. And be careful not to play with it. You see, some things are connected to your destiny. And therefore, be careful to, not to joke with them. Is somebody hearing me? In this particular story, we can clearly see that the destiny of Mary, the destiny of Mary, her being the mother of God, was related to her virginity. I'm preaching. Teaching. Her, it is her virginity was in her destiny to become great. So, this is for the young ones. So for the young ones who don't, you are not concerned with your virginity and you want to sleep with anybody, what you do know sometimes you are losing something that has a destiny to make you great and therefore when you lose it, you are losing your greatness. I'm preaching to you. First lap. I'm 
I'm preaching to you young people. Why, why, why am I saying that? Because Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, is 2,000 years ago, Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. Isaiah 7 14. He said, therefore, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. This was 2,000 years before Jesus was born. God is going to give you a sign. And what is the sign? Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. So the prophecy was 2,000 years ago. The greatness was embedded in somebody who will find a virgin. So when the angel came to Jerusalem and they were looking, oh, you slept with somebody, you don't qualify. You don't, you don't qualify. You don't qualify. This is a virgin. You qualify. Greatness in that destiny. So don't make sure, make sure nobody takes your virginity away. So don't take it for granted. Let's say, did you know? Am I preaching to you? It's a, it's, it's a prophetic service. I am prophesying to some, 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 some of the young people here that your greatness may be related. Not that maybe it is related to your, your, your holiness and your virginity. So don't give it away. I'm preaching. It's by a prophet. I say by a prophet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a normal service. I'm speaking prophetically. Hallelujah. So continue to be holy. Continue to be. And it's, I'm not only speaking to the girls. I'm speaking to the boys as well. I'm speaking to the boys as well. Listen. Joseph was a young man. Joseph was a young man. And he was good looking. Joseph was cute. Joseph had the six packs. He was cool. When you see Joseph around, you know that man. I mean, six pack, nice teeth, a cool beard, tall. Joseph was handsome. So, he was an onapo. <laughs> so, as Joseph was serving in Potiphar's house, as a houseboy, what he didn't know was that not only the other maid servant, but the mother herself was checking him out. <laughs> it was not only, you thought it was only the maid's watch. No, the madam herself was checking Joseph out. So one day, the madam saw him. He said, boy, Listen, boy. I need some fresh juice, boy. I need some fresh juice. <laughs> but Joseph said, Joseph said, I will not sin before my God. Listen to me carefully. I'm talking about sometimes even your virginity being, being linked to your destiny as greatness. I give the example of Mary. Now, let's look at the other scenario. If Joseph has slept with the woman, he, the whole story of him becoming the prime minister of Egypt, his family being rescued from Egypt, 
all that would have happened to Joseph was he would have just remained a, a young man servicing an old lady in the palace. <laughs> now, have you thought about it? So it means that he will, be, he will remain in the palace. When the master goes to work, then he cleans the garden and do the bedroom job as well. Can you imagine such a great destiny? You have not thought about it. Can you imagine such a great destiny going to waste? This was, in him was a potential to become a prime minister, a savior of his people. And if he was not strict on his holiness, that is why I'm prophesying to some of the young people here. Listen to me. That woman, her life is already wasted. Don't let her waste your youth. Oh, I speak prophetically. And don't joke with me. I speak prophetically. She is already old. You are young and up and coming. Don't let her waste your future. I said, don't let her waste your future. Remember Joseph. Because there's a greatness in you. And she was going to do her things and nobody's marrying her. Leave her alone. Don't let her bribe you with jackets and shoes and belts and money. Don't let her. It's not worth it. How much could Potiphar wife have given to Joseph compared to the prime minister job? I'm preaching. I'm preaching prophetically. 2017, young man, I prophesy to you and you are hearing me. Let 2016 be the last time you related with that woman. I prophesy to you. Because there is a certain greatness in you and she will take it away. So said you, 2016, this is the last day of the year. When, you, when she calls you from now, tell her, I am sorry. I am not about to waste my destiny. Would you are not going here anywhere, destiny? If you have nowhere to go, I have somewhere to go. I'm, pro- I'm, spe- I'm speaking prophetically. It's not an ordinary church service. By a prophet. And, and, and the young man is hearing me. Yeah, be careful. Let it be known that this is the last time. Hallelujah. Yeah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. You could have even gone further. But you made that mistake. But stop it. I said stop it. I said stop it. I said stop it. Look, I see things so. So when I'm speaking about this, be very careful. I see things. I, I, I see things spiritually and I say, stop it. You could have gone far. Hallelujah. So sometimes you don't even know what the things in your destiny that's attached to your greatness and then you waste it. So because of that now, anything you touch, things don't work for you. And you say you are cursed. Yes, you are cursed because you brought onto yourself. You will link your great destiny with somebody who is going nowhere. Hallelujah. Are we here? Wonderful. 
He shall be great. Hallelujah. Go back to verse 30. Let me show you. The Bible said that. Look. No. I, look, 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 look. Luke chapter 1. Back to Luke. Hallelujah. The angel said, Thou art highly what? Favored. Highly what? Highly what? I said, look, every time you see the word favor, you can replace it with the chosen. Because to be favored means to be chosen. Okay? To be favored or to be preferred. To be chosen, to be preferred, to be ranked number one. Hallelujah. May you be favored. I said, may you be favored. You will be chosen. My college student, you will be ranked number one in your applications. I said, you will be ranked number one in your applications. When the schools are ranking, they will put your name on top. Somebody receive it. I said, receive it. Receive it. That's what it means to be favored. You will be chosen. Hallelujah. You will be ranked. Number one. Hallelujah. Highly chosen. Amen. And he shall be great. Then Mary said, how can this be? See, he said, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. You see, it is the coming of the Holy Ghost. Okay? It is the super... You say, you will be overshadowed. You will be overshadowed. It is the overshadowing or the covering of the Holy Ghost that converts the natural to the supernatural. Did somebody hear me? When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, that which is natural becomes supernatural. That is the reason, that is the explanation for miracles. I couldn't see, but now I can see. I can't hear, but now I can hear. It means that something supernatural or it means that some, the Holy Ghost has come upon a natural condition and has turned it into supernatural. That is why I say the Holy Ghost will make you great. Because you see, this thing I'm preaching, you are wondering, if you look at your current life, where you are, and your circumstances, you wonder, is it possible? That's the question Mary asks. How shall these things be? If you look at your bills today, your family background today, your, 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 your qualification today, you, and, and, and where you are living, when can I really be great? Pastor, don't tell me stories. Just leave me alone. But that, that is the same thing Mary said. How can these things be? And it can be because there is something called the Holy Ghost. Somebody say the Holy Ghost. Say the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. There is something called the power of God. So it is not you see, that's why I started by saying it's a prophetic service. It is not meant for you to understand. It is meant for you to believe. I say it's not meant for you to what? Understand. It's meant for you to what? I say it's meant for you to what? I say it's meant for you to what? Shout, I shall be great. Because you see, when you look at your character, your money, your background, you can't, you, you can't see. But the Holy Ghost will come upon you. The Holy Ghost will come upon you. And you shall be great. So, so, what I want to say is that stop relying on your own strength. In 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9 In 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9 it says 1 Samuel 2 9 
It says, he will, keep his, he will keep the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. The second part, for by strength, for by strength shall no man what? Are you reading the Bible with me? For by strength shall no man what? It means that if you think you're going to achieve with your own strength, forget it. Marky, do you understand what I'm saying? For by strength. Because as I'm talking about your greatness, you are looking at your strength. You are looking at your circumstances and your background. And you are shaking your head. And I can understand that. You will shake your head. For by strength shall no man prevail. But the Holy Ghost will come upon you. It is supernatural. I say it's supernatural. I say it's supernatural. Because your, your natural strength cannot make you great. For by strength. I mean, if you look at your bills as after today. If you look at your today bills. You are asking, uh, stop telling me. Stop telling me stories. So I am not talking based on your bills. For by strength shall no man prevail. That's why I say it's a prophetic service. The Holy Ghost, the supernatural power, can make that which is ordinary becomes extraordinary. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our year of greatness. Hallelujah. How shall I be great? How, how can I be great? Hmm. What makes a person great? What makes a person great? He shall be great. He shall be great. Is it, you know, this is a very, think about it carefully. What makes people great? Think about it carefully. Is it education? I say, is it education? Happen to see some highly educated people who cannot even pay their bills? I say, happen to see some highly educated people who cannot even pay their bills? He has all the degrees in the world where they can't pay their bills. Even where they are staying, they are about to evict them. Where they have all degrees. Have you seen some people who have finished one course after that and still can't get a job? Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. So, so, I'm not saying education is not good, but it is not it. I say it is not it. Is it beauty? Is it beauty? Have you seen some extremely beautiful girls who are not married? Extremely beautiful, outstanding, yet no man. And then you see the average or even below average. Then there she comes, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? So, what is it? What is it that makes a person great? Education? Beauty? Technology? Pa passport? Passport? Papers? You think papers make people great? U.S. passport is what makes people great? Haven't you seen people born and bred here? <laughs> born and bred? Right here? New York, New York. <laughs> New York, New York. And, and still are homeless. 
is green card, U.S. passport, that makes a person great. Then haven't you seen people who were born here? Who don't even have a home? Subway. And they rather are coming for you for you to feed them. I am trying to tell you something. That don't rely on strength. There is something more that brings greatness. And when that thing is upon you, it doesn't matter where you are, what you do, where you come from, you shall be great. Hallelujah. Oh man, my time is almost up. So what is this thing? Genesis chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2. Hallelujah. Genesis 12. Hallelujah. No, Genesis 12. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee what? I will make thee of what? How? And I will bless thee and make thy name what? And make thy name what? And that shall be what? Have you seen the source of greatness? Have you seen the source of greatness? The reason, the, the, the basis for your greatness is a blessing. God said, I'm going to make Abraham great by blessing him. So, it doesn't matter your school, your background, your purpose, your mother. Once the blessing of God is upon your life, you shall be great. May God bless you. I say, may God bless you. Let the blessing of God be upon you. I release the blessing of God upon your life. I say, I release the blessing of God upon your life. A blessing. Sit down, let me preach the message, I tell you. Hallelujah. The blessing. So it is important for you always to look for a blessing. Is somebody hearing me? Always look for, for a blessing. And therefore, you must be careful about things that when you do it, you take away the blessing from you. Always look for a blessing. Always look for a blessing. Always look for a blessing. So people who can bless you, you don't joke with them. Don't joke with people who can bless you. Hallelujah. And don't joke with people who can curse you. That is why it is important for you to develop a good relationship with your parents. Whether he's a good parent or a bad parent is irrelevant. Honor their father and your mother that it may be well with you. Because the honoring of your parents is a source of a blessing. And it is the blessing that brings the greatness. So when you see a source of blessing, don't cut it off. Hallelujah. That is why you even have to honor your pastor. Because it is the words he speaks that brings a blessing over your life. So don't despise your pastor. Don't insult your pastor. Even if you don't, that's something that you don't like, be careful. Because in the, in the mouth of that man, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you live a little bit, you know that it is the blessing that makes the difference. That is why even 
in families, you find that the ones that are mommy's favorite, or the, the, girl, the, the, the ones that are daddy's girl, or daddy's boy, they do well. And the ones that fight the advice of their parents, they end up not doing well. Desire blessing. I say desire blessing. God said, I'm going to make you great by blessing you. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Yeah. So be very careful. Yeah. So Abraham was made great because of what? I'm asking you a question. Abraham was made great because of what? I said, because of what? So Isaac knew. You see, Abraham had only one child. Okay? Abraham, I mean, Ishmael was just a side issue. But the real child was Isaac. So in Genesis chapter 26, verse 13 and 14. Genesis 26, 13 to 14. It says, talking about Isaac, because Abraham had one child. And the man was great. And went forward and grew until he became what? Until he became what? Because there was a greatness in his father, and his father blessed him. Next one. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of heads and great stuff servants, and the Philistines envied him. Because God said that God told Abraham, I will bless you and your descendants. So the after Abraham, the next in line was Isaac. Direct. So, automatically he became great. It was automatic. Then Isaac had two children. Which is the grandchildren of Abraham. Because if Isaac was the son, it means Isaac's children are what? Grandkids. So, Abraham had two grandkids. Jacob and Esau. Now, who gets the blessing? Who becomes great? So, see, I'm, I'm showing the revelation. And these two, two children know. They know the history of the greatness. They knew that their daddy was great because the blessing from grandpa went to daddy. So, they, they, so right from the word go, they knew the importance of a blessing. In spite of their profession, they know that for any of them to be great, daddy has to bless me. Because that's, that is how grandpa gave to daddy. Is somebody hearing me? So if you are here and you don't respect a blessing, you are joking. If you are here and you don't respect a blessing, you are joking. Because, Abraham, because Isaac and Esau, sorry, Jacob and Esau, they knew that was the reason for the fight. Just in case you don't know. That was the reason for the fight. Because they knew that this, for me to do well, I need to get this from daddy. Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. So that's where the fight began. I said that is when the fight began. Hallelujah. Yeah. So in Genesis 27, Genesis 27, the fight begins. Let's look at verse quickly, verse 32. 
Genesis 27, verse 32. And Isaac, you see, that, that's what we're fight. And Isaac, his father, said unto him, this was when Esau came, Who art thou? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn Esau. Because right from the word go, they knew that, look, the thing that made daddy great was the blessing. So Jacob quickly schemed. So when Esau came, he said, Who are you? He said, I'm Esau, your son. Thy firstborn. And Isaac trembled. The father was shaking. I said the old man was shaking. Because the old man knew the value of the blessing. He was shaking. He said, and Isaac trembled and said, Who? Where is he that had taken venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten of all before thou comest. And have done what to him? Have done what to him? Have done what to him? And therefore, what will happen? I said, what shall happen to him? I said, what shall happen to him? God bless you. Hey! Continue. Oh. And Esau, and when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry. And said unto his father, Bless me, I beg you. He didn't say, Give me a car, give me a will, give me a house. Bless me. Because we know that it is, the, it is that thing that makes people great. Bless me. Even also, Oh, my father. Sad. Let's continue. Quickly, please. And he said, thy brother came with subtlety and had taken away thy blessing. And he said, is not he rightly named Jacob? For he had supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright and behold, now he had taken away my blessing. And he said, has thou not received, a, isn't there anything small left? Small, that is small, small. For me, that spirit. And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy Lord. By the words. By the words I spoke over his life. I have made him thy Lord. And all his brethren I have given to him for servants. And with corn and wine, I have sustained him. The blessing will sustain you with corn and oil. I said, the blessing will sustain you with Yeah. He said, because of the blessing I spoke, you will be rich. That's corn and wine. Corn and wine means that you will be rich. I have sustained him. And what, and what shall I have, and, and what shall, and what shall I do now unto thee, my son? Oh, man. And Esau said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing, my father? Just one, one, one. One. Because I know the importance of this thing. Bless me, even also, oh my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Oh, continue. And, Esau, and, and Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and the dew of the heavens. So something small. Something small. And by the sword thou shalt live. And by the sword, he said, and by the sword thou shalt live. 
and thou shalt serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass, when thou shalt have dominion, that thou shalt break the yoke from off thy neck. This is it. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing. Wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said in the heart, The days of mourning of my father are at hand. Then he said, Hey, I am waiting for the old man to die. After the old man died, this boy. <laughs> Is somebody hearing me? Have you seen how important the blessing was? I said, Have you seen how important the blessing was? Esau said, I am waiting for the old man to die. And if the old man die, I am come, I will kill him. This one, I can't forgive. So, so church, here we can see, Esau was determined. Esau was determined to kill Jacob. But was he able to kill Jacob? I said, was he able to kill Jacob? He was so bent on killing Jacob, but was he able? I said, was he able? In fact, when you read the Bible, even eventually even when he met Jacob, he bowed. When there's a blessing upon you, even those who want to kill you, they'll bow. a blessing upon you. Even those who want to kill you, when they see you, they will burn. Listen. In a few minutes, you're going to enter the new year. I am going to, after the new year, I'm ending here because I want us to pray. And after the new year, I will read to you your ten blessings of the year. Hallelujah. So, stand up to your feet. You see, listen. The thing that takes away a blessing, the thing that negates a blessing is a curse. I say, a thing that takes away a blessing is what? I say, a thing that takes away a blessing is what? What takes away your blessing? A curse is the opposite of a blessing. Hallelujah. And in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs, I believe, yes. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 2. This is your prayer. It says that, As a bird by wandering, and as the swallow by flowering, so a curse, so a curse, causeless shall not come. So a curse, causeless shall not come. So I want us to pray as we enter the new year. That anything that has been a source of a curse will be removed. Amen. Familiar curses. Sometimes the curse is because, because the curse comes from something that you did. Because the curse has a cause. But as you, for the few minutes left, you are leaving every curse behind. Be it from your family, be it from your own behavior, be it from your own mistakes. You are leaving every curse behind. And anything that has stopped you from being a blessing, you are leaving it behind. So pray that God take away the curse. The curse in my family. The curse from the things that I did in the past. 
the curse from my mistakes, the curse from my ancestors, for the few minutes that is left, I renounce every curse. I free myself from a curse. I am entering the new year in a blessing. Let rise up to your feet and let's pray. Kaya nali mama, ilele mo shokoto, rakata inali mama, ekeneria baba, jekete tekeke, rakata anali amasukata anaria baba. Oh, we have three minutes more to pray. Three minutes of intensive prayer. Kaya nali masokoto leba. Oh, kala, you are leaving every case behind. You are leaving every case behind.
blessing will make you great. No movement, please. And write these things down. For this is, the, you see, by a prophet. I say by a prophet. So I'm going to prophesy to you your greatness. Are you ready? Number one. Hallelujah. Number one. And this is all, they're all in the scriptures. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 and 2. Genesis 12, 1 and 2. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great. And thou shalt be what? I say, and thou shalt be what? I say, and thou shalt be what? In 2017, in 2017, you will be a blessing. I said, you will be what? I said, you will be a blessing. You see, it means that you will give to people. You have so much, you will give to people. I said, you have so much, you will give to people. You will be a blessing. I say you'll be a blessing. I say you'll be a blessing. You see, instead of always looking hungry and looking for people to give to you, you rather will be given to people. I say you rather will be given to people. You will be a blessing. You will be a blessing in the church. Those of you who don't do anything, you'll do something in the church. So that people will be blessed. Listen, you'll be a blessing. You will be a blessing. Even this service that we are having. You see, this service that we are having. And we're not supposed to be here. We didn't, uh, there's a, a contract in our old place. So we said we're coming here. They said they want to charge us. And I spoke to Apostle Joseph. Maybe let's raise some funds. You know, 
I stood in church for 10 minutes and I got more than I needed for this place. Yeah. Hallelujah. To the point that, that's why these speakers, they are new. I told Kofi, you have extra money, let's go and buy speakers. The place is paid for, let's go and buy speakers so we can get good sound. I tell you, you shall be a blessing. You shall be a blessing. So number one is that you will be a blessing. Tell your neighbor, I will bless you so much. You won't believe it. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. I'll bless you too much. Hallelujah. Our church is a blessing. Amen. So number one is that you will be a blessing. Amen. Number two. Genesis chapter 22, verse 16 to 17. This is your second blessing. And he said, no, Genesis 22, and he said, by myself I have sworn, said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply. The next blessing that is going to come upon your life that you will multiply. Yeah. I say you will multiply. Yeah. You see, I, I, I explain it to you. You see, things that are blessed multiply. Sometimes the reason why, you see, when things are blessed, they multiply. Amen. That is even the reason why you must pay your tithe. Because when you pay your tithe, the 90% is then blessed. It goes far. Sometimes, some of you see, your, your money doesn't go far because it's not blessed. But may your money not be blessed. I say, may, you see, don't forget, the Bible says when Jesus took the five fishes and the five loaves, he gave thanks. And because it was blessed, it never ran out. May your, your soul, finances be blessed. I say, may your life be blessed. So the second blessing that you, be, you become, you will multiply. I say you will multiply. Blessing number three. Leviticus. Chapter 25, verse 21. Leviticus 12, 21. Sorry, Leviticus 25. 25, 21. Leviticus 25, 25, 21. This is, watch this one carefully. He said that, then I will command. Okay. I will command my blessing upon you. I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year. And it shall bring forth fruit for three years. I will command. The next blessing that is going to happen to you is that the blessing to make you fruitful. I say you will be fruitful. You see, to be fruitful means that things you do will, will work. And I like the way God says, I will command my blessing. It's like the blessing is an object. I can tell the blessing, okay, go. Go on this guy. From now on, anything that he does, let him become fruitful. I will command. I will command. Receive a blessing to be fruitful. I say receive a blessing to be fruitful. I will command. There's a commandment. It's like, this is the blessing. I'm commanding to go here. I'm commanding the blessing to go here. So that the person will be fruitful. Your year, the days of dryness are over. You will be fruitful. Receive a blessing to be fruitful. 
Number four. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 33. Verse 23. Deuteronomy 33, 23. This is the blessing that he was blessing his children. And of Naphtali, he said, Oh, Naphtali, satisfied with favor. Listen, that's not even a blessing. You see, favor means chosen. So when you say satisfied with favor, it's like so many people want you, you don't even know where to go. So many people want you, you don't even know where to go. So many colleges are saying, Come, 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 come. You don't know where to go. <laughs> Satisfied with favor. So many jobs are looking for you, you don't even know where to go. So many beloveds are looking for you. You don't even know where to go. No, not so bad. So many satisfied with favor. But that, that's not even a blessing. No. That's not a blessing. And full, you see, satisfied with favor and full with the blessing of the Lord. And full with the blessing of the Lord. So what will you do? Possess thou the west and the south. Possess, you see. He said, possess thou the south and the west. These are lands. Lands. May you be blessed with lands and houses. You want the blessing, you better jump and collect it. May you be blessed with lands and houses. I said, may you be blessed with lands and houses. 2017, you shall build your house. You shall own your land. Satisfied. Satisfied. He said, may you possess. That's blessing number what? Four. Number five. We are still there. Leviticus 24. Go to the next verse. The next blessing. The next verse, please. Hey. No. Please. We are still in the same Deuteronomy 33 24. And of Asher, he said, Let Asher be blessed with what? Let Asher be blessed with what? Let Asher be blessed with what? Let's say, Let Asher be blessed with what? I release a blessing for you to have children. You shall be blessed with children. I say you shall be blessed with children. Your barrenness has ended. You shall give, get pregnant and give birth. Somebody received that blessing. I said somebody received that blessing. Yes, God will bless you with children. There are people who say you can't have a child. There are people who are laughing at you that you can't deliver. They should wait and see. God is about to bless your womb. You see, children, they are both physical and spiritual. Because in, in, in every society, there are some people who cannot give birth. 
But God will give you spiritual children. But, but, you see, but that, I know that. But this anointing that I'm talking about now, this prophecy here, is for a woman to get pregnant and have a child. You will no longer be called barren. I say you will no longer be called barren. Receive that blessing. Some of you twins. Hallelujah. Afasha. That's blessing number what? Number five. Number six. Still, don't go. Stay there. Shh. Number six. Let him be acceptable to his brethren. Blessing. You see, he said, let him be acceptable to his blessing. You see, it is a blessing when you relate well with your family. You see, it's a blessing when your brothers welcome you. So, all the family quarrels, they are ending I, in 2016. May you be acceptable to your brethren. May your family like you. May you be acceptable. See, it means that when your, when your brother hears that you are doing something, so if my brother is in this, then I like it. Because some families, if the brother goes here, they will go here. Every day quarreling. But we bind that spirit. May you be acceptable by your brethren. I said, may you be acceptable by your brethren. May your family like you. I release peace into your family. I release peace into your family. No more quarreling in the family. No more quarreling in the family. No more quarreling in the family. Somebody receive that blessing. Number seven. And let him Dip his foot in what? Let him dip in where? Foot where? Dip your foot in oil. The blessing for you to be anointed. I said the blessing for you to be anointed. Your fish shall be anointed. Your fish shall be anointed. You will dip your foot in oil. Verse 25, 25. This, I'm still on the same verse. 25. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass. You see, when your shoe is iron and brass, it means that things cannot catch you. You will walk in dangerous places and they won't catch you. You will be in dangerous situations but they won't hurt you. Because the Lord has given you a feet of brass. Your feet shall be brass and iron. It shall be. thy days, so shall thy strength be. And as thy days, so shall thy strength be. It means that normally when people are growing older, they are getting weaker. But you will get stronger as you grow older. As thy days be. So it means that when you were 20, your, your strength was 20. When you get to 30, your strength will be 30. When you get to 40, your strength to be 40. 
it, it also means and here the word strength means health and financial strength. It means that because a lot of people you they get broke as they grow, but as you get older, you'll be wealthier. Somebody shout, I love it, 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 I love it. Ha ha. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the anointing. So all that is blessing number seven. Number eight. Number eight. Psalm 21, verse 3. Number eight. For thou preventest him, or thou givest him, with the blessing of goodness, thou settest a crown of pure gold on his head. Thou presented him with the blessing, and you put a crown of pure gold on his blessing. It, it, it means that you will be chosen as the leader. Receive a blessing to become the leader. Receive a blessing to become the leader. You see, when they set a crown on your head, it's like you are chosen. Somebody receive, you'll be the boss lady, the boss lady. You'll be the boss lady. You'll be the boss lady. You'll be the boss lady. You will be the boss lady. Receive the blessing. 2017, you will, you will grow up in the corporate ladder. You will rise up in your workplace. A crown upon your head. May you be the head and not the tail. I said, may you be the head and not the tail. May you be the head and not the tail. Instead of always being sent around, being boss, meeting behind your back, this time you will be taking the decision. I said, you will take the decision. I said, you will take the decision. You will make the schedule. You will call the people. You will determine their paycheck. You will determine their paycheck. I love it. Crown of gold, pure gold, on the head. Number nine. Oh, I told you ten. Number nine. It's getting interesting. Isaiah sixty-five, verse eight. Isaiah sixty-five, verse eight. That said the Lord. I love it. As the new wine. It's found in the cluster. And one said, destroy it not, for a blessing is in it. Destroy it not, because there is a blessing in it. Receive a blessing that you cannot be destroyed. I said receive a blessing that you cannot be destroyed. It says the reason why you cannot destroy it is because there's a blessing in it. You know, I told you this is why Esau could not kill Jacob. Because there was a blessing in it. That is why those who hate you cannot prosper. Because as they are planning to hurt you, then an angel will shout, Hey, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. There is a blessing in it. 
demons, and the devils are coming to cause harm. When they get this, hey, don't touch it. There is a blessing in it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. There's a blessing here. There's a total blessing here. Don't touch it. There's a blessing here. Don't touch it at all. There's a blessing in it. A voice will shout from heaven. Don't touch it. Don't talk with that thing. Don't mess with it. Don't mess with it. Because there's a blessing in it. Tell your neighbor, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. There's a blessing here. Oh, I love it. Don't touch it. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. It's not a soap. It's an anointing. <laughs> I said it's a blessing. I said it's a blessing. This is the reason why Esau was so angry. But yet, because there was a blessing. And I tell you, the Bible says, and the voice. And he said, destroy it not. Okay? For a blessing is in it. There's a blessing. There's a blessing in it. There's a blessing in it. So don't mess with it. Tell them, tell them, don't mess with me. There's a blessing here. I said number 10. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. You will love it. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord. You better stand up to your feet. I said you better stand up to your feet. You better stand up to your feet. It says, the blessing of the Lord it make it rich. It make it what? It make it what? It make it what? And he added no sorrow to with it. Receive a blessing to be rich. Receive a blessing to be rich. I said receive a blessing to be rich. It make it rich. 2017, you shall be rich. I said 2017. When I say rich, I mean dollars. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about rich in spirit. I mean dollars, dollars. I said, I, I said, look, take your wallet and say, you shall be rich. You shall be rich. You shall be rich. You shall be rich. I mean dollars. You shall be rich. Some of you should take your pocketbook, your handbag. You shall be rich. And you know what? You know what? He says, and he added no sorrow. You see, sometimes it means that it means that you will be rich and healthy. Because some people are rich, but they are not healthy. I say it means you will be rich and what? To enjoy the riches. Some people are rich and they go to jail. 
you will be rich and not go to jail. I say you'll be rich and not go to jail. I say you'll be rich and not go to jail. Say, I shall be rich. Say, the blessing of the Lord will make me rich. I shall be rich. Give the Lord a shout. Are you blessed? Listen, this shall be your 10 blessings as you enter 2017. Because by the blessings you will be made great. You will be great. Your year of great, greatness, you will be rich with no sorrow. It means you will be rich and healthy. You will enjoy your wealth. You will not go to jail. You will not lie in the hospital bed. Because the blessing of the Lord will make you rich. You shall be rich. You shall be rich. You shall be rich. There's an anointing here. There's a blessing to make you rich. Without sorrow. Without sorrow. Without sorrow. I say without sorrow. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he added no sorrow with it. It means you will be healthy. You will not go to jail. You will enjoy your wealth. Because God has given you the blessing to be rich. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Bow down your head. Let's thank God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank God, thank God, thank God for the blessings. Thank God for the blessings. Thank God for the blessings. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's able. He's able. God is able to make you rich.
we have entered a new year. And one of the best decisions you can take for your life is to give your life to Jesus. Listen to me. It is the blessing. It is the blessing that make it rich. And you need God on your side. So if you are here and you are not born again, you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. This is an early part of the year. Too early. And let this be the first decision you took. The first decision you took in 2017 is to give your life to Jesus. The first decision you took in 2017 is to be born again. So with every eye closed and every head bowed, this is one of the most important decisions you can ever take. So if you are here and you are not born again, this is a new year, a new beginning, a new life, a life in Christ. So with every eye closed and every head bowed, you are not saved. You want to be born again. Please, please, don't joke with this thing. Don't joke with it. You want to give your life to Jesus. Please lift up your hand. I want to take that decision. I want to take that decision. I'm starting the new year as a Christian. I'm starting the new year as born again. I'm serious. I, 2017, 2017, I'm starting as a born again Christian. I'm starting with a new life. Don't choke with it. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I beg you. I beg you. Don't leave this place. It's a new year. Take a new decision for God. Take a decision that this year I will be a Christian. I will be born again. I will take church and God serious. I will whether you are young, whether you are old, it doesn't matter. You need to take that decision. Whether you are young or old, take that decision. Don't make any assumption. Don't, don't assume. I tell you. I'm waiting for you. I tell you. We are almost past that. We are past that midnight already. Please, please, please. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is the hour of salvation. The first decision you took was to give your life to Christ. Please. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. Take that decision. Decide now. Decide now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. very important Father we thank you for tonight we thank you for the blessing that make us great thank you that 2017 let nobody live their life without Jesus I pray that none shall live here not saved no 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 let it not happen but we don't know what will happen tomorrow Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hand together for the Lord. Hallelujah. We are closing. Are you blessed tonight? Have you received your 10 blessings to enter into your greatness? Hallelujah.
before you shall be what? Tell, tell your neighbor the blessing that you got. Tell your neighbor which one did you get? Hallelujah. You got it. You, you got it. Ask your neighbor which number did you get? Which number? Which number? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen, church. We are we are going to take a special offering for the new year. When, when the service is over, you put in your offering, you dance and you go out. Hallelujah. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.